Real Men of Genius. Houston, we have a problem. You ever seen a grown man naked? Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. You can't handle the truth! My advice to you, start drinking heavily. What is your major malfunction, numbnut? And I live in a van down by the river. All I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. You're a dumbass. Let's go while we're young. Look, Jackie, I don't need to talk to you. It's time for the latest episode of Two Dudes with Attitude, Guilty by Association, presented by Chick-fil-A. We didn't invent the chicken, just a chicken sandwich. Starring Tom Whipple and Ross Budofsky, two guys with unapologetic opinions on social topics, news, and events, along with brutally honest reviews on local businesses, restaurants, and lifestyles. Tom and Ross have lived in Lake and McHenry County for most of their lives, teach and coach athletics together at a local high school, and support local businesses, taking part in local activities, recreation, and having unfiltered yet honest opinions on all that they have enjoyed and endured, good, bad, and indifferent. You have now been granted an all-access pass to hear what these two dudes with attitude have to say this week. By tuning in, you are now guilty by association. Here and now are your hosts, Tom Whipple and Ross Budofsky. And welcome everybody to the worldwide podcast premiere of Two Dudes with Attitudes here on Guilty by Association, a show where two surly sarcastic, unfiltered, and oftentimes juvenile-minded curmudgeons such as my partner and I get to rant, take a dump on, and sometimes praise all things that matter to us and only us. And hopefully it strikes a chord or piques the interest with those who tune in on any given day and show. Hello everyone and in the immortal words of Mick Jagger, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Tom Whipple and I'm alongside my co-host and good friend and partner in crime, oftentimes to the chagrin and horror of our significant others and disgust of our co-workers, Ross Budofsky. Hello, Ross. Oh, Tom. This is the show that most everyone you and I associate with together. Family, friends, co-workers, and fellow coaches have all encouraged us, or prodded us, if you will, to produce as they, at various times, can't believe what comes out of our mouths at any given time. And what usually comes out of our holes under our noses is what's funny to us, And usually only to us. That's right. We don't care what anybody has to say about what comes out of our mouths because, like Ross said, we think it's funny. And we're going to continue to do that now on the airways. Well, here we go. And to all who have motivated or dared us, we just have one thing to say. A warning of sorts. Be careful what you wish for. That's right. Because we will speak our minds typically with colorful language and inappropriate humor or innuendo. So a warning, if R-rated verbiage and humor are too much for your snowflake mentality, then click the stop button now. Because we we don't care. don't care, exactly right. But before we get into spewing those things that are currently on our minds and proceed with pissing off the greater northern Illinois, southern Wisconsin areas, let's tell our audience a little bit about ourselves So I lost the toss back in the production room before our airing, so you get to go first. Gee, thanks, Tom. Well, I graduated from Lane Tech High School in the lovely city of Chicago. Yes, I'm a product of CPS. 
Uh, I went to Northern right out of high school and came back home about a year and a half later because I drank myself out of school. Bounced around a little bit, went to Truman College, got my associate's degree in PE, and then met a lovely young lady who I ended up working for her father for so many years before I went back to school to get my teaching degree and have been working at Waukegan High School for the last 16 years. I currently live in the area and have three kids and three and a half grandkids. Wow. Yeah, it's still cooking. (laughs) July is what I'm being told, but who knows? Well, congratulations, Grandpa. Thank you, Grandpa. So, a little bit about myself. As I said, I'm Tom Whipple. I graduated from then Waukegan East High School, the original home of the Bulldogs. I played four years of football and basketball, three of those at the varsity level, and I ran track for those four years as well. Since graduation, I went to college, joined the Army, saw and experienced a lot of the world, met a girl, got married, produced two boys, they're now adults, and I too now am a grandpa. The girl and I grew apart, divorced, and in 2012, I moved back home from the East Coast, met a nice girl, whom I'm still living with and enjoying life with to this day, where in most states, I guess you could call that a common law marriage. And I have continued my career as an educator and high school coach since my rearrival. I am in my 28th year of coaching at various levels of football, basketball, and baseball, and I'm also in my 14th year as an educator. I've been in the Waukegan Public School System and on the Waukegan High School football staff since moving here in 2012, where I have served under four different head coaches. I've also been a baseball assistant coach here since 2017. And Ross, you and I have been coaching together and have been friends for that entire span. That is so true. I just got you one better. I've been with, I've coached for five head coaches at Waukegan. Yep, you win. Yep. But then again, as you said in your bio, you've been here a little bit longer than me. so Just a touch. Just a touch. So those are our abbreviated bios of sorts, a background, if you will, that sheds light onto why we are the way we are and being so opinionated on so many topics. We've certainly lived a life, Ross. Yes, we have. Well, before we get into our show, I feel it necessary to throw out a disclaimer. It is a total coincidence that our epic premiere falls on a momentous day, Fat Tuesday. Yeah, Buddy, Fat Tuesday. for So now Fat Tuesday, for those of you who aren't aware, marks the official start of Mardi Gras in New Orleans. And now, Ross, well, it will always be for mem- remembered for future historians. It is now also forever linked as the official launch date of Guilty by Association. I'm familiar with Fat Tuesday because of Mardi Gras, the actual meaning of Fat Tuesday and everything else that follows it. I have no clue. For several reasons, and the one main reason is I just don't care. (laughs) Well, having had the experience of being down in New Orleans once upon a time for Mardi Gras, let me tell you, if you're into bacchanalian antics and events, you got to experience it at least once in your lifetime. That's a big word. That is. I got that mentality. I'm edumacated. Edumacated. Waukegan edumacated. All right, but all that being said, if our debut wasn't monumental enough, today is also, wait for it, it's Poonchki Day. Yes, Ross and I are celebrating this hugely special day of days, that insatiable feasting on that Polish delicacy, the Poonchki. Those of you unfamiliar with this delectable delight, it is a sweet pastry similar to a donut with no hole, sliced in half, with any one of a number of tasty fillings spread in the middle. 
I myself prefer the custard, Ross. As do I prefer the custard. But just so you know, there are other filling options that are available, like cherry, apple, lemon, blueberry, and strawberry. So there are plenty of options for everybody out there to go ahead and enjoy. Now, now those critics out there say, that just sounds like a jelly donut. You can get a jelly donut anywhere. Oh, no, 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 no. They make this donut a little bit with a little bit different ingredients, so it has a different taste to it. And unlike the jelly donut, they don't inject the filling in this donut. They no, slice they that bitch right in half. They slather on whatever topping it is that, that you prefer, and they just make it like a big jelly or custard-filled sandwich. What's wrong with that? And a damn thing wrong with that. So, yeah, even though only one of us on this show is of Polish descent, me, Ross and I will be gorging ourselves throughout the show with this heavenly Polish patisserie. So we apologize beforehand if we need to take a couple extra sponsor breaks during the show in order to walk off all this sugar and to prevent sugar coma. I'm actually on punchki number three, Ross. How many have you thrown down your throat so far? I'm actually on three and a half. <laughs> okay, I guess you didn't get the memo in the pre-production meeting that it's it's uh, favorable not to speak on microphone with your mouth full. But hey, we're just going to keep on rolling with it. And also, Ross, we would be remiss if we didn't fin- wish everyone a happy belated Hallmark Company-created holiday, or Valentine's Day, if you were, to all of our listeners out there today. Ross, what marketing mega-suck this day truly is? Oh, absolutely it is. It's uh, buy your flowers, buy your candy, take them to an expensive dinner, blah, 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 blah. Um, but it's usually the guy that's buying all of it. What do we get in return? Nothing. Every once in a while, you get an attaboy or a peck on the cheek. So eh, when we get to be our age, we actually consider that a, a, a plus. That, that's a great day then. <laughs> so what did you and your lovely bride do on this day of the Cupid? I slept all day. Nice. See, my theory is, since we've moved into a new house with the new purchase, which you are aware of, yes. that is her Valentine's Day present. That is her Hanukkah, Christmas Thanksgiving, birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, sweetest day present for the next 30 years. Yeah, you pretty much, uh, you, you hit the mother load all in one shot. I did. All right, well, now that explains why Ross and I are doing what we're doing and why we are the way we are. So I know you guys actually tuned in to hear some of the things that we have to say on specific topics. So with that all said, let's get into today's format. To start off our show today, we thought it appropriate to get right into a subject that our younger audience will find helpful. We call this segment The Coach's Corner. Today's Coach's Corner, we're going to talk high school sports COVID style. First up, football and boys soccer move from the fall to the spring starting in March. Yes. Is that good or bad? I think that's a horrible idea. And why? Well, if you look at it, you look at the communities or the states around us, they were able to play football and soccer during the fall sports season with very little incidence of COVID. 30 states, and we couldn't manage to figure that out ourselves here. The other problem with that was our lovely governing body, the IHSA, gave up control to the Illinois government and pushed out about making decisions for themselves, and then at the end decided that they want their power back and had a hard time getting it back. Oh, come on, say well, for what it is. Not just the, the state government. It was Governor Toilets himself. True. All right, so here's what you can expect with a shortened season. 
we're going to have sports overlap. So basketball started late. They're going to be ending right about the same time football is starting up on March 3rd. Correct. Now, here's the real kicker. You're going to have football rolling, and they're not going to end their season until into the baseball season itself. To uh, almost three weeks into the baseball season, actually. That's right. So this is the thing I have a hard time wrapping my head around. So you've got basketball players who are football players. That's going to be an easy transition because they're going to be ending right about the time that football is going to be starting, which they're going to be missing out on preseason conditioning and some of the classroom stuff that the football players do going into the season. They can catch that up. It's the baseball players who are playing football who are going to hurt for this one because their season, they're not going to be available to football until the second or third game of the season. Right. They're going to miss several weeks of uh, of baseball, whether it's just the on-field work, the hitting um, games, maybe, maybe not, depending on the weather here in Illinois, because you may get a March game where it's 60 degrees or it's 30 degrees and snowing while you're playing. Yeah, like and, baseball seasons that you and I have both endured in the past. Like last one. <laughs> We're looking outside of our, our weather window here in the Guilty by Association studios, and there's already 13 inches of snow on the ground with zero degrees temperatures with a break nowhere in sight anytime soon. None. My dogs don't even want to go out at this point right now. So we talked about the players that are going to have some difficulty with this. What about coaches that are dual sport coaches? Coaches that coach basketball and football or coaches that coach football and baseball? Well, basketball and football is not going to be a huge deal because their season's ending when our season's starting pretty close. You may miss a day or two of that preseason before our first game. The issue comes into baseball, and you and I are going to experience that because our season starts April 5th. Technically, baseball season. Baseball yeah. season starts technically April fifth, with our last football game being April twenty fourth. It's not going to work out. But here's the other issue: baseball is going to end up interfering with summer football. That's true. The summer football usually starts two days after graduation. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. See if any players opt out of specific sports. See if any coaches have to make the choice between one or the other, it's going to be weird. Well, on, on good authority, I don't know if it's good authority, but on, on authority, I think the coaches are going to have to, the head coaches of these sports that cross over, are going to have to have a powwow to work out scheduling, which, good luck. In our district? <laughs> when you got head coaches in programs at our high school, for example, I don't know what it's like in any other school, but I know in our high school, we have head coaches that – or even on in normal years on opposite ends of the school year who piss over the fence at each other just to piss each other off. That is exactly true. <laughs> so you know that's going to happen here with this, oh, with it's gonna this be, one too, only worse. On, they won't be on the other side of the fence. They'll be at, at the fence. Here's the other kicker that I don't know if I agree or disagree. I understand it because of timing, but you've got sports now that – no postseason play. Football, no postseason play. You've got some sport. I don't think soccer has it either, but you've got basketball that's got conference play, conference tournament play only. You've got swimming that's got conference play. So you've got some schools that get to go as far as their conference championship. Right. And then no state series. Right. And basketball, you know, two big your, sports. Your money makers. Yeah. The ones that get kids to the next level more t- more than any other sport, percentage-wise, no. But swimming doesn't have D1 scholarships? I didn't know that. Actually, they do. I'm talking 
If we were talking percentages, I guarantee you swimming, bowling, track, they all have a better percentage of getting kids to participate in those sports at the next level than baseball, football, and basketball do here. True. No, I'm just spitballing. Well, maybe I, I, bas- maybe not basketball. Uh, no, I, I would go with I'd go with your idea because knowing the kids that are in those sports mm-hmm. and knowing the kids that are in the sports that would be your money makers and their track record when it comes to classroom work. Yep, makes sense. Now here's the other kicker with the the fall sports moving to March. If we don't get a weather break, how in the hell are they going to play football on a foot of snow? Uh, you can't. Uh, the one thing is you can actually you, the one thing you can actually do is with the Lake County schools that we play in the North Suburban Conference, most of them have turf, and turf can be brushed off, and we can play. It can be brushed off, but that shit out there right now is ice. I know that you're going to have to salt it, and they're going to have to figure out a way to do it. You know, but that's what's going to end up happening. We won't have a home game unless we have a sixty degree thaw for a month, which. Looking outside and walking outside, it ain't going to happen. So yep. we're, we're not going to have – we're going to have six games, six road games this year, whether we play at the sports park or we play at Warren. Or said, somewhere. Or somewhere. And it's going to be someplace with a turf field. So it's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. I know the, the Waukegan Sports Park has been kicked around as an idea for our home games and even practices, but we haven't heard anything from the higher-ups yet. So – We'll see what happens. Ross and I are going to take a quick break. That's going to do it for the Coach's Corner. We have to pay some bills, and when we come back, we will have more Guilty by Association. Chick-fil-A update. The BCC, the Bovine Communications Committee, has banned the use of the word beef on commercial airwaves. Cows call it the B word. Ends in F, two E's in the middle. Phrases like, where's the beef?" are now punishable with random electric cattle prodding. Should you ever say beef or crave beef, head to Chick-fil-A. Then think good thoughts and eat good things, like the original chicken sandwich. A tender, juicy breast of chicken placed on a hot buttered bun with two crucial pickles. I've got no with that. Chick-fil-A. We didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. In our daily lives, we make many decisions. Life is made up of choices that may seem insignificant at the time, but add up and affect our lives in the biggest ways, like the health of your heart. Heart disease is the number one killer of women. Making the right choices can reduce your risk. Choose to see your doctor. Choose fresh, not fried. Choose to walk. Choose to live. Make the choice to beat heart disease at GoRedForWomen.org. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Overzealous Foulball Catcher. Mr. Overzealous Foulball Catcher. You're nowhere close to that foul ball heading for the bleachers. Who cares? You're going for it. That ball's mine. Hot dog vendors, old ladies, infants. You mow them over like a diesel-powered combine. Yeah! Ashamed of your souvenir fervor? Hardly. You scratch and gouge your way to the ball like a bloodthirsty wolverine. You're a vice! 
So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, Mr. Bully of the Bleachers. Because why pay for a souvenir when you can fight for one? Mr. Overzoot's Cowboy Catcher. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome back to Two Dudes with Attitude, Guilty by Association, with Tom Whipple and Ross Podovsky. It's time now for Buy or Sell, sponsored by Chico's Bail Bonds. When you're behind bars, we're your key to a quick release. Now let's rejoin your hosts, Tom Whipple and Ross Podovsky. And welcome back, everybody. It's time now for Buy or Sell on Two Dudes with Attitudes, Guilty by Association. It's like this is a segment where Ross and I are going to throw out some commodities, and we're going to say whether or not we buy it or whether or not we hate it, and we're going to sell it. So, Ross, I'm going to kick the first one to you. Buy or sell? Carson Wentz is the answer at quarterback for the Chicago Bears. At one point, I was going to buy that, but I, after uh, some serious consideration this afternoon while I was sitting around doing a whole lot of nothing, I'm going to sell that one, actually. Rumors have been floating around. The Bears have kind of cooled on Carson Wentz. Yes, I've heard that, too. Um, and they are stay, staying firm on their offer to the Eagles, but the Eagles are looking for a Matthew Stafford Hall, and they're not going to get one, and the Bears... For change, are playing hardball. Well, and I'm liking not that one. Get one because they can't afford one. Well, yeah, they can't afford one, but they're they're not going to budge, and I think that's going to go bye bye, and they're going to end up going somewhere else. And the other rumor that I've seen is Derek Carr, David Carr, David Carr, David Carr, and I would actually prefer that instead. Yeah, I I like the Carr rumor a couple of years ago when it was being kicked around. When we ended up getting Khalil Mack and David Carr was also supposed to be in that mix that the Bears were going after. And that was supposedly when Mitch was still the golden child here with all the potential in the world. Oh, we love Mitch. We love Mitch. But all I know is we need a quarterback. Right. The thing that's funny to me is though, is on the Chicago Bulls the other night, Stacey King during halftime, they were talking about things going on in Chicago sports. <laughs> They brought up Carson Wentz, and I wrote down what he said. This is a direct quote. Stacy King, the Chicago Bulls color commentator, said, I'd rather see a bag of Doritos play quarterback for the Bears rather than Carson Wentz. Why? Because Doritos aren't as brittle. <laughs> <laughs> I so, wish I watched Bulls telecast, but that's even hard for me to do lately. You know what? I was channel flipping. I love Stacy King. He just happened to have his face right there on the TV, so I'm like, Okay, let's see what kind of stupid things he has to say now. He would fit in great in our show because he says just about as dumb stuff as we do. He does. <laughs> All right, Ross. Buy or sell. Over and above Carson Wentz, the Bears will have a new quarterback under center to start this coming season. I'm going to sell that one, too. I think they're going to end up having Mitch back for a year, at a contract-friendly uh one-year deal because ain't nobody going to go pick him up and they're not going to get the deals that they want because it's going to cost them too much. And I don't think the McCaskies or anybody else is going to sign off on a first-round draft pick getting traded for a quarterback. And I just I just don't see it because, I mean, if it was, if it was Ryan Pace's first year or second year and they were moving in the right direction and Nagy was involved in the quarterback decision to begin with, maybe – but with them being on a short leash and 
trying to mortgage the, the future of this program to find a quarterback, I think you take your lumps with Mitch with a one-year deal. Yeah, because there are good quarterbacks out there that the Bears could certainly use, but it's what I alluded to. They can't afford them. Deshaun Watson. Everybody wants Deshaun to come to Chicago. Well, guess what? The Bears want him to come to Chicago, too. Now, all of a sudden, Pace didn't like him before. Now, all of a sudden, they want him? Okay, I get it. He's a good quarterback, but now you can't afford him. Right. Well, the other thing is Texas has not – Houston has not made that, made him available for trade. They're saying they're not trading him. They always say that, dude. I know you that. know that. That's, that is uh, owners, be ownership three. speak 101. It's going to be three first-round picks for him. Oh, I know. Someone's going to pay through the nose. And it's going to be the Raiders. I think it's going to it's going to be a three-way trade somewhere and he's going to end up in Miami and two is going to end up somewhere well, else. Well, that's the that's the uh, we talked about this in the past. My mm-hmm. kids had sent me that text message. Someone played out played out that scenario where it was a three-way trade between Houston, Miami and the Bears and the Bears ended up with Tua. I would take Tua. I like that idea. I like that trade. I do too. All right, let's move on. Buy or sell. The state of Illinois and the IHSA were right in moving and canceling high school sports due to the pandemic. I'm selling that one because I go back. I think I mentioned it earlier. 30 states around this country played high school fall sports, football yep. specifically, yeah. with very little incidence of COVID. I think Michigan had a shutdown for a while. And but, started back up. And started back up. But they got most of their season in before they had a shutdown. Yep. And I don't think it was shut down specifically for football, but I think it was just the spread of the virus in Michigan, period. But Indiana played, Ohio played, uh, Wisconsin played. Wisconsin started and then shut down. Wisconsin was a mess. Yeah, Wisconsin was a mess. But like Indiana, Ohio played, Michigan played most of their season right away. 30 other, you know, we could have done it. I mean, we ran a fall camp for 20 days and we had no incidents. We had two camps. We we did have two camps. Two camps, zero incidents. None. So why couldn't we run a seat? Well, again, we go back to the fact that the IHSA pushed out and didn't want to make a decision and put it in the hands of somebody else that had no clue what to do. Governor Fatass. All right. No, we both uh, agree with that. We're both going to sell it. So how about buy or sell? The weather will break and the snow will melt in time for Illinois football and soccer players to be on the field by March 3rd. I'm going to be the optimist. I'm going to buy that. Why? Because I want to play. I want to be out there. I don't care if it's cold. I just want to be out there at this point already. I'm tired of being trapped in my house, as I'm assuming you would be too. You can be the optimist. I'll let you do that, which is kind of a conundrum because you're never an optimist you're like you're like that little uh lilliputian in the cartoon we're doomed we're never gonna make it oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i am but i'm gonna be on the opposite end of it and i'm gonna sell it why i've coached spring sports too long in this area to know what the weather's like in march it's a coin flip i look at it this way our first game is the 19th of march right yes okay but that's not the that's not the thing First practice is scheduled for March third on that. field. I know that, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go based on the fact that you and I both coach baseball in this state. Yes, right. So our first, we always start baseball at the end of February, last week of February. Yep, from beginning of March, right around we're starting football this year. And we've never had the amount of snow that we've had. But we've always been in the gyms for weeks. A lot of times, we've not been on a baseball field. Exactly. Um, Until second week in March. We don't. The first time there was, I think last year, the first time we ended up on a baseball field, not last year, the year before 
the first time we ended up on a field was when we actually played our first game in Vernon Hills. That was the first time we saw a baseball field. Yep. So I think we can do it. Okay. I think. Well, you know, as a coach, I hope you're right. All right, the last one, buy or sell. The White Sox are going to be the runaway division champs this season. I'm going to buy that one. I, I just think they're too loaded of a baseball team now, especially with the additions they've made. They've upgraded their right field with Adam Eaton because I think he's a different baseball player than when he was when he was with the Sox originally. He's also got some playoff experience now when he was with the Nationals. I think he's a better fielder than who they've had in the right field for ever. Um, and then you added uh, the best closer in baseball for the last two or three years. Mm-hmm who actually beat the, the White Sox in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then they added another starter. And I think if you can get a 500 season out of Carlos Rodon with what they have on the front end of that, that, that rotation, I just don't see anybody competing with them in that division. You know what I see with Rodon? Middle relief. I don't think he is going to have a spot in the rotation, and here's why. Michael Kopech got back with his girlfriend and his baby mama. He's happy again. He's going to come back, and he's going to be throwing fire from that mound. Right. At some point, you're right. But from what I've read, Kopech is going to start in AAA. He's not going to be on the Major League roster right away, from what I understand, from what I've been reading. So you still need a fifth starter. So is it going to be Ronaldo Lopez? I would say Lopez, just by virtue of what he was able to do for us last year. He's, he's, he, he's a healthy version of Carlos Rodon, let's put it that way. Agreed. Agreed. All right, that's going to do it for buy or sell. If you guys who are listening in have a buy or sell topic that you would like Ross and I to tackle in our podcast, feel free to get on our Facebook page, Two Dudes with Attitudes, Guilty by Association, or the Guilty by Association fan page and leave us a message and we will tackle your commodity on our show. And that's going to do it for our first ever episode of Buy or Sell. Ross and I are starting to feel the rumble and the grumble in our guts. So we must take a little pause for the cause from eating all these punchkis. Ross, how you feeling over there, bud? Not so good at the moment. <laughs> So we will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. The Chick-fil-A update. The BCC, the Bovine Communications Committee, has banned the use of the word on commercial airwaves. Cows call it the B word, ends in F, two E's in the middle. Phrases like, where's the beef, are now punishable with random electric cattle prodding. Should you ever say beef or crave beef, head to Chick-fil-A. Then think good thoughts and eat good things, like the original chicken sandwich, a tender, juicy breast of chicken placed on a hot buttered bun with two crucial pickles. I've got no with that. Chick-fil-A, we didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. I'm lucky. Let me help you with that. I get to do something I love. It has nothing to do with touchdowns or titles. Everybody bring it in. I get to play a part in the life of someone just starting out. How many of you think homework is just as important as teamwork? I help keep kids in school. Good. And that's the name of the game. My name is LaDainian Thomason. I don't just wear the shirt. I live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Bud Light presents Real American Heroes. 
Today, we salute you, Mr. Jelly Donut Filler. Mr. Jelly Donut Filler. Many a night you pondered the question, how can I get some jelly shoved into a plain powdered donut's blowhole? and perspiration led you to invent the answer the jelly super squirter late at night all night you work your squirter so that we can wake up satisfied and enjoy our breakfast jelly treat so crack open a nice cold Bud Light Mr. Jelly Donut Filler nobody else takes it to the hole quite the way you do thank you Mr. Jelly Donut Filler Bud Light St. Louis, Missouri. All right, hello everybody and welcome back to our show. This is Tom Whipple alongside Ross Badowski and it's time now for Guilty Pleasures. Guilty Pleasures is a segment that we like where Ross and I talk about the one thing or one place that we just simply can't do without whether it's all the time or occasionally the one place or thing that we want to turn you on to to see hey you know what they're right that is good or that place is nice so we're going to start off with ross and ross what is your guilty pleasure my guilty pleasure and i'm going to admit this on on the air publicly is little caesar's pizza you know what? For five bucks, you can't beat it. You know, you don't want to cook, and you're on your way home from somewhere, and you know what? A $5 hot and ready seems to just satisfy everything and everyone. It's better than anything else. It's better than frozen pizza. All right. I, so, can, I can buy that. Now, I can tell you that I don't necessarily agree with your assertion of Little Caesars Pizza, only because back in the day when Little Caesars was the place to go when I was in high school, had a tendency to eat too much of it. I guess when you, you, you wear, you wear, it wears its uh, welcome out quickly, but you know what, for that every now and then, for a quick dinner on the way home, especially if you're coaching two sports at the same time, yep, it makes the perfect sense. I hear you. All right, my guilty pleasure is Nightshade and Dark's Pandemonium Brewing in Waukegan. Over on Clayton Street, I never knew this place existed. A couple of friends of ours from school turned me on to it, asked to meet, asked uh, Debbie and myself to meet them out there for happy hour one Friday night. And you know what? It's a cool little place. On one half of the joint, a whole long list of microbrews, both on tap and in can. And on the other side, they distill their own spirits. Nice. So you can get distilled couple of shots and wash it down with a couple of home-brewed micro-brews. Old-school Boilermaker. And on the weekends, they have pop-up or food trucks come in because they don't have a kitchen. So they have a Polish pop-up with their pierogies and sausages, and they have Mexican sometimes. But it was kind of a neat idea over there on Clayton. and over It's, it's catty corner from the public library over in Waukegan okay. downtown. I know exactly where it is. <clears throat> so that is my guilty pleasure. All right, folks, and it is time now for Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets is where we take our audience's topic suggestions that they message us on our Facebook page, and then we put them all in a bag, shake them up, pull one out, and give it the two dudes with attitudes treatment. So, Ross, I'm going to dip into this bag. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mix them all up real good. I see that. 
And reaching into the bag now. And okay. Lusk from Waukegan wants to know, will Waukegan Public Schools be back to in-person learning by the superintendent's proposed March 1st date for the elementary and middle schools with the high schools slated for a March 15th re-entry? I'm going to go with yes, and here's why. A week ago, a week ago, I would have said no, but because in the last 48 hours, maybe 72 hours, CPS and CTU came to an agreement on how about getting their kids back into school, starting with the pre-K and the elementary kids. And knowing the pattern of behavior of one wonderful superintendent and how she makes her decisions based on what CPS does, I think now that CPS has figured out a way to go back to school, I think we'll go back to school by March 15th. I think she's going to use them as an example. Okay. Well, I'm told that our illustrious District 60 school board does not want to go back to school at all this year, and not even in hybrid learning. Why is that? They just think it's too dangerous. There's just so many questions unanswered. I think because of the uncertainty, everything got blown out of proportion. I'm not saying unnecessarily. I'm just saying there was too many people who didn't want to take the chance when the chance could have been taken with minimal risk, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. I agree with you because all of a sudden now we've gone from tier three mitigation to phase four in what a month in in a month's time that's why i think we can go back to school on march 15th and being a teacher in the district i believe that the kids need to be back at school i'm sure that you are of the same mind as me when i say having had to finish the school year last year online go through summer school online and then up until this very moment that we're talking we're still teaching our classes online you you get the benefit of having your classroom computer in your bar me i'm relegated to a small ass kitchen table true i'm ready to go back to school even though this is driving me crazy and not necessarily the my location of my office but the fact that i had to teach online because i cannot get that connection right eye to eye connection with my students and i in my luxury of being in my bar has worn its welcome out. It really has. I miss that connection. The thing is, we're going to be able to have a football season and go to school and, and play football games but not go to school and classroom? It doesn't make sense in my world. But it allows us to have sports. The state of Illinois is going to allow us to have sports and a full contact sport, a violent full contact sport, including soccer. Including soccer. Including soccer. But yet we can't be in the classroom on a hybrid schedule where every the kids are alternating. It doesn't make sense to me. Okay, well, I agree with that, but I'm going to throw this at you now because this is what I can't wrap my head around is the fact that, okay, we go back to school March 15th, say. All right? Let's say everyone, everything works out great. We're back in school March 15th because we're in spring slash fall sports now. Right. It's still going to be a hybrid schedule. The schedule that these kids are going to have is no different than our online learning right now because they go from 8 o'clock or 8.10 all the way up till 12.30 in a hybrid schedule. Here's now online, it's 1 o'clock. 
So they actually go to school a little less in the hybrid model. Right. So kids are going to be leaving the building. Athletes are going to be leaving the building at 1230 and expected to come back at 3 o'clock for practice. Yeah, true. Never thought I mean, about it that way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you think about that. But it's like there's like it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. With this one, with I this agree. Situation. So so agree. All right, we're going to take a quick break now because oh, we have functions we need to take care of. And when we come back, we're going to listen to some of Ross's rants here on Two Dudes with Attitudes, guilty by association. Don't click that end button if you're offended. Just stick it out. It's going to get much worse. America's best-dressed sandwich can be summed up by one word, blimpy. Stop by soon and get a 12-inch sub for only $5. That's right, only $5 for a delicious 12-inch sub. Choose from a club, turkey, ham and Swiss, or our signature blimpy best with ham, prosciutto, capicola, salami, and provolone. Stop by blimpy today, enjoy your weekend, and please don't drink and drive. When I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, I also learned about its serious connection with cardiovascular disease. I knew I needed to make some major lifestyle changes that would help me manage my type 2 diabetes. I am working with the American Heart Association to lead an educational campaign called the Heart of Diabetes and share tips that have helped me stay in the know and guide me toward a healthier way of living. Keep active, normalize critical health numbers, opt for a healthy lifestyle, and work with a health care provider. I test my blood sugar every day and plan my meals and activities accordingly. I visit my health care provider often. I take a brisk walk every morning and make healthy food choices. I'm Dr. Dan Jones, president of the American Heart Association. These people are living proof that type 2 diabetes can be successfully managed. Please see your own health care provider, and for more information, visit iknowdiabetes.org. Look, Jackie, I don't need to talk to you. And welcome back, everybody, to Two Dudes with Attitude, Guilty by Association. I'm Tom Whipple, and I'm alongside Ross Badowski, and we are about to have a little fun here. One of the things that I always have fun doing, and I think uh, is the reason why some of the people that we associate with in our athletic careers is the fact that I have a way of taking my stick and poking it in your cage and watching you go off like the 4th of July fireworks. True. So, so so now let's get right into it, Ross. These are the things that I like to throw into your cage and rattle it around and have you bite the head off of it. Let's start with how about the COVID pandemic? Oh, the lovely COVID pandemic that we've been suffering through since the middle of March of last year. Um, I think because people have been limited to what they can and can't do have made them bigger dumbasses than they really are to begin with. And it's no more evident than in the grocery store. Now, we know that we have to wear masks to be safe and stop the spread, but please tell me why a mask under your nose is going to serve you any purpose. <laughs> and then when you say something, they look at you like you're a fucking idiot. But I'm yep. not the one with the mask on the wrong way. <laughs> That's like wearing your thong backwards. That's exactly it. Better yet... I don't think it's helped them drive either because you know what? They've been home so goddamn long. They forget how to get in a car, turn it on, and push and press the pedals and turn the wheel. You know, speaking of that, you know, one of the things that I actually miss in this pandemic is when this whole pandemic started, everybody was afraid to leave their house. Everybody. They went nowhere. 
the roads, everything. They were a ghost town. So when I said, you know what, I just need to get out of here and go take a drive, or I go to Menards just to walk through Menards because, well, I'm a guy. Hello. And it was empty. There was nobody, nobody on the roads, no cops, nothing. And I was told by a police officer that cops aren't going to pull you over if you're speeding because they don't want to get their face in the window. Right. Exactly. So I was like, this is cool. Let's go. And, and, and I did. Route 59 became my bitch. And now everybody's out like it's normal and they're dumb. Yeah, they are way dumb. It's like sitting dormant in their house for six months, turn their brains to mashed potatoes. Oh, it's horrible. And it, like I said, the grocery stores, the ignorant people are just... There's out there. I need it to be over. I, I agree. Back to normal. You and me both. All right. That's Ross's rant for today. Hopefully it was as entertaining for you listening as it was for me to toss that grenade into his cage. (laughs) Right now we're going to try something a little bit new here. Something that I've heard on other people's shows, namely ESPN, because I listen to it all the time, is Would You Rather? So in this segment, for those of you who don't know the premise of Would You Rather, I'm going to throw stuff out to Ross. He'll throw stuff out to me. So, Ross, Would You Rather... Wear a homeless person's underwear over your face backwards while you sleep or spend another football season with a certain often non-existent linebackers coach at Waukegan High School. I would rather wear the homeless person's (laughs) underwear backwards while I slept. (laughs) And you you knew that answer was going to be that before you even asked that question. But... Our listeners don't know what that answer now, would be. Now they do. Now they do. I keep All right. kicking your dog. Huh? I keep kicking the dog. Go away, dog. He ain't moving. Yes, right. We allow dogs of all kinds in our guilty by association downtown studios. Would you rather, if forced to choose just one, would you rather stay at Waukegan High School and coach football or baseball? Oh, you went there, didn't you? I did. You went there, didn't you? I've got that kind of mind. That's a tough question. Football. Really? Why so? Um, I'd rather just not. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break then on that note. And when we come back, Ross and I are going to get into Grub Guide, where we talk about a restaurant that we are either highly recommending or warning you to stay the hell away. This is Tom and Ross on Two Dudes with Attitudes, Guilty by Association. More after a word from our sponsors. see you for what you really are a fake a fraud an asterisk don't be an asterisk bud light presents real men of genius real men of genius today we salute you mr athletic grind protector inventor mr athletic grind protector inventor people love to play sports but they don't love it when they get hit in the twig and berries 
For years, cringing fans watched as man after man went down. But then you came along and said, here, stick this in your pants. Nice to meet you. The errant headbutt, the inside fastball, the wayward high five. All no match for your crash helmet. I'll bring it up. Sure, some athletes shun them, but don't worry, they'll come around. Show us the way. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light protector of the package and know that we're just nuts about you. Bud Light Beer at Azubus, St. Louis, Missouri. Look, Jackie, I don't need to talk to you. And welcome back, everybody, to Two Dudes with Attitudes, Guilty by Association. This is Tom Whipple, and I'm alongside the curmudgeon Ross Badowski, and it's time now for Grub Guide. This is our segment where we talk about the good or the bad of a restaurant in and around the Lake County, McHenry County, southern Wisconsin area. Or the ugly. Or the ugly. Well, we ain't into good, bad, or ugly yet, but we're definitely going to discuss what we like and what we don't like about one establishment. We're going to pick one a week. And, Ross, I'm going to let you go first. Your grub guide is going to go to... Hong Kong Chop Suey in lovely downtown Mundelein. It's a little Chinese restaurant that we found years ago when we moved into Mundelein that was a storefront and did carry-out only. It has to be by far the best Chinese restaurant I have ever eaten at, and I can't find anything else that matches that. They're fast. They're good, their carryout's great, and they are affordable. And they make the best Chinese food around, and I can't find it anywhere else. What's their egg roll like? Um, Because I'm, I'm an egg roll whore. Their, their, their egg rolls are awesome. They're, they're big, and the nice thing is, you know, if you, for every $10 you spend, you get an extra egg roll with your order. So if you order an order of egg rolls and then spend $10 more, you end up with like four egg rolls. So if you spend $20 and you had, with an order of egg rolls, you have four egg rolls, and they're massive. It's a meal in themselves. Damn. All right, well, I'm going to stay with the Chinese restaurant theme, and I'm going to go in the other direction. I am going to call out China City in Fox Lake. And the reason why I'm going to go in the other direction, if you asked me this a year ago, I'd be right on board with your two-thumbs-up recommendation because they were the place that Debbie and I used to always go to. Yeah, we'd try some of the other ones, but we'd always migrate back to China City because they had good food at what you said, reasonable prices, decent portion size, and the quality of the food was better than most that I've had. Well, then the pandemic hit, and then they were closed for, for a while, and then when they reopened, whole different crew of cooks back in that kitchen, and they don't give a shit. I'm telling you this right now. Really? Their food is effing horrible. And they don't care. When you call and complain, they say, oh, what do you want me to do? Come get a new one. I'm like, what, I'm going to get a new one for you to f*** that one up too? I'm like, no. So the last time we went there, Debbie gets chicken chow mein. Pretty simple, right? It's something that every Chinese restaurant is part of, one of, the, part of their specialties, it right? It is a normal item. So chop suey. It's got whatever meat you ask for chicken, pork, or beef or whatever, all right? Then it's got what? bamboo shoots it's got cabbage it's got scallion it's got carrots it's got peas at least every other place that i've ever had chow mein it usually has. does we get the chicken chow mein for her last weekend and she opens it up she puts the hard noodles on her plate she starts scooping out this chicken chow mein she goes where the hell's the chicken there was no chicken no in the chicken. chicken chow mein no kidding strike one 
Strike two, all it was was cabbage and bok choy. Uh huh. I'm like, this isn't chicken chow mein. This isn't chow mein, period. So I call him up and complain. The guy says, well, typically that's all that's in chow mein is bok choy and cabbage. That's a bullshit. Every other Chinese restaurant in the world has a, vet- a better variety of vegetables in their chow mein. You can go to the grocery store and buy the chungking or the la choy and get a, a better v- t- tasting and better variety to- of chow mein. What do you say about the chicken? So he didn't believe me. So bring it, bring it back. Now, this was on a driving snowstorm. They're 15 minutes away from the house. I wasn't about to trek 15 minutes back out in the snowstorm to show them that they didn't have any chicken in their chicken chow mein just so they can give me another spoonful of their chow mein slop in return? No. So you know what he says? Well, you call again. I give you, I give you credit. I'm like, okay, first of all, why would we come back and get more shit food? <laughs> so China King in Fox Lake, you're dead to me. You're done. Sorry. Bye-bye. Out of here. So... That is our grub guide for today. Ross has Hong Kong chop suey that he highly recommends. I say stay the hell away from China City if you're in and around the Fox Lake area because they're effing horrible. All right, last segment of our show, and then we will get the hell out of here. It's called Chain Links. This is where we discuss things we'd like to see in and around the chain of lakes or even things we'd like to see blown up out of here. Just get rid of it. It has no use. It's disgusting. In our chain links today, I'll start this one off, Ross. Sounds good to me. The one thing I want to see on the chain of lakes is the Mineola Hotel on Fox Lake be refurbished and put back into business. This hotel has been around since 1884. It once was a hangout for Al Capone and his gang just to get away from things for a while. And there's even rumors that there are tunnels that go from underneath the foundation of the Mineola Hotel under the Fox Lake to the island across the way whenever they got word that Johnny Law was heading in their direction, they bolted out of the tunnels and went over to the island. That's a rumor. Don't know if it's true or not. There's no written cooperation on it, but even if it isn't, it's a cool story nonetheless. But anyways, it's a huge-ass hotel, and it was like back in 2012 it finally closed up for a long while there they closed up i think they closed up the hotel in 1969 but they kept it open for a restaurant and bar but because it's such an old structure i mean it's like a tinderbox and they they spent a fortune trying to upkeep it just to stay in business for that portion of it they finally boarded it up in 2012 and then some poor schmuck someone with lots of money in his pockets bought it wanted to refurbish it and do exactly what i was asking you to do And because it's now listed as a historical landmark, there are so many restrictions to what they can do to redo everything. He just lost his money. He bought the damn thing, spent more money in the the renovations than he did buying the hotel, and he still wasn't done with it. It's still a boarded up mess. So I'd like to see somebody or some people come in with a bunch of money and then redo the Mineola Hotel. Let's make that thing a grand dam like it was back in the day. I agree. I agree. All right, so my chain links is um, boat access to and docking at CYOC. For those of you that are not familiar with this, that is create your own cheesesteak slash cheesecake. Now, we're we're familiar with uh, CYOC from Waukegan because it's a frequent of ours in Waukegan, and they have just recently in the last year 
opened up another satellite store right there on Route 12 on Nippersink Lake in the channel. However, the boat access to that is extremely poor or better yet, non-existent. So if you really wanted to go there for lunch one day when you're on the water, you really can't because there's no place to tie your boat up and walk up to the restaurant because it's just reeds and there's nothing there. Unfortunately, they did not think that through when they bought that place to open it up. What I would love to see them do is to take over some of that other property and put in piers so that we, as the lovely Channel Lakes boaters that we are, can go there for lunch on our boat and not have to go drive there from our cars. Um, I think their business would expand greatly and we'd frequent it a little bit more. That's my that's my that's what I'd like to see uh, moving forward for this coming summer is better access to the restaurant. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you. I as you as with you, I have had both their cheesesteaks and their cheesecake. It is a pretty interesting uh, food fair that they have there, and I would definitely drive the boat up if there was docking, as you said. Uh, the bars that are around here, you get tired of them after once in a while. There's a couple of them, like the Captain's Quarters. It's a staple. You got to go to the got to go to the CQ at least twice a summer. I get that. Okay, they've got a decent menu. They got a nice outdoor, you know, expansive outdoor area that you can just spread out. It's just it's almost always the same fare though everywhere you go. Right, that's you the go problem. To, you go to the, the captain's quarters. You go to the sandbar. You go to famous Freddy's. It's all the same food, just a different joint. Yeah. So and I agree. And then like you go to Studio Hot Rods and they're just overpriced. All right, everybody. That's going to do it for our show here today. Our premiere episode of Two Dudes with Attitudes, Guilty by Association. As we will always do, we will end our show with our final thoughts. And Ross, your final thought as we head out here into our last break of the day. My final thought for the day is looking forward to a wonderful, wonderful high school football season approaching for us. I am excited. Uh, I don't care what our record is. I don't care how cold it's going to be. I'm just glad to be outside. I couldn't agree more. My final thought is go to our website on Facebook. It's Two Dudes with Attitudes, Guilty by Association. That's where you can see the show being dropped every time that we record it. Also, get and like our fan page, Two Dudes with Attitudes, Guilty by Association fan page. And also, on Google Podcasts, look for the Two Dudes, as we will also be dropping our information there. Again, if there's anything that you would like us to highlight on the show, you want to send us an email, you want to say, hey, we'd like to hear this hot or not, or we say, we want you to go to this restaurant and tell us what you think, drop us a message on any one of our two Facebook pages or coming soon is going to be our website so that's going to do it for our premiere episode of two dudes with attitudes for ross badoski i'm tom whipple hope we didn't offend too bad but right now we don't care and we're out thank you for listening to two dudes with attitude guilty by association hosted by tom whipple and ross badoski two dudes with attitude has been presented by chick-fil-a we didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Stacy Ellison and the Main Street Real Estate Group. Whether it's your first, weekend, or forever address, let Stacy Ellison help put you into your dream home. 
Roost 59 Chicago Style Grill, home of the famous Roost Burger, serving the best fast food in Lake County. Come see us at our Roost 59 location in Lake Villa. And by Stretchworks Flexibility and Mobility Center, stretching redefined. Visit our website for a list of what Mark Newman and his staff of highly qualified and certified professional trainers can do to enhance your prevention, recovery, and performance training. Skipper Buds, with locations at Antioch Sequoid Harbor, Volo, and at North Point in Winthrop Harbor, serving local boaters' needs since 1959. Bye. How about Learning Tutoring Center? Award-winning tutoring services ranging from early elementary to high school education, along with ACT slash SAT test preparations. Blimpy Restaurant and Sub Shop. You can't disguise the size. We've been America's sub shop since 1964. Granny's Lakeside Diner on the shore of Spring Lakes Marina in Antioch, serving the best breakfast and lunch with the freshest ingredients for over 50 years. By GameDayMagazine.com, coming soon to Northern Illinois, broadcasting and reporting local high school sports online worldwide since 2001. And by Chico's Bail Bonds, when you're behind bars, we're your key to a quick release. Don't forget to like the Two Dudes Facebook page and join the fan page so you can message and interact with the show. Two Dudes with Attitude Guilty by Association is a T&R production, all rights reserved.